Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Hello, and welcome to episode 65 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I am Elizabeth Chapel of Quilters Candy, the host of the podcast. And before we dive into this week's episode, I'm going to read a review by Jess Z. She says, I love hearing the behind the scenes of quilting businesses. Elizabeth is a natural host by the way she follows her curiosity to the benefit of all of us listening in. I find myself sharing episodes of Crafty Career with the business owners in my life. I hope that others are inspired and encouraged to follow their passions as they listen. Keep up the good work. So Jess, thank you so much for this review. And I definitely am curious. And so I'm glad that you can tell and that that is benefiting you as a listener. Sometimes I have to rein it in a little bit and like, "Mm, maybe don't ask that question. But I definitely do have a curious mind. And I love to know how people got where they got. And how, how can we do the same? So I'm really glad that this has resonated with you, Jess. And I love that you share this with other business owners in your life. And for you listeners, if you have a friend who is a creative entrepreneur and they have questions and there's something in this podcast that you think would be of value to them, go ahead and share this with them. This podcast is created to really open the door for creative entrepreneurs to take down that barrier. You know, anyone can have success as a creative entrepreneur. And I want to share how that's done, what that's looked like for other people and encourage people that they can have success with their creative career, which brings us to this week's guest. I'm really excited to have Stephanie of Fancy That Design House. It's so funny. I You'll hear how I found Stephanie, but I basically love her Instagram feed and her photos and her products. And I just stumbled across her recently. And um, again, I'll save all the details for the podcast. But her journey of how she's gotten here is very fascinating to me. And there's definitely tidbits that you can pick up and learn from Stephanie So I'm excited to introduce you to Stephanie and for you to hear her story and her journey of how she has turned her creative passions into a successful business. So let's jump in and meet Stephanie. All right, Stephanie, I am so excited to have you here on the podcast today. Um, For our listeners, can you share a little bit about what you do and who you are as a creative Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I'm Stephanie. I'm owner of Fancy That Design House. Um, I'm a surface designer, which is really fun for me to say because it's funny to admit that I honestly didn't even know the title surface design until a couple years ago. I mean, working like as long as I have, I just referred to myself as a graphic designer. So not until I learned what surface design was. And that's what I've been doing all these years. I'm like, that's what I am. (laughs) <laughs> and so really with surface design, all I do is um, I create artwork and whether that be a spot illustrations or repeating patterns and apply that to product. Um, so with Fancy That, I um, create fabric for Moda Fabrics and I license art and I have product in my shop um, that I've created the artwork for. Okay. And then I grew up in Minnesota. I can hear an accent there. Where are you from? <laughs> Well, I should say Wisconsin, because everyone says if, you know, like we say it like Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. (laughs) Wisconsin, right outside of the Milwaukee area. 
Okay, very cool. Yeah, I grew up in the Twin Cities area. So I, I feel like I lost the accent, but I can hear it in other people. That's funny. Well, so you know our brutal <laughs> winters and oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't miss that. So I am very curious. That's really funny that you have been doing this for so many years. How did you find out the name surface design? Um, a couple of years ago, I wanted to learn how to create a repeating pattern because fabric was something that I wanted to get into. And that was just like a technical skill that I knew I needed to have. And I took a course and surface design, you know, was in the course title and surface pattern. And I was like, surface pattern, surface design. And I just looked more into it. And I'm like, that's what I am. And I like literally remember the day that I changed my Instagram profile from like graphic designer to like surface design. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So how did you learn graphic design? What's your history there? Yeah. Um, I went to school for art and graphic communication. Graphic design was new at the university that I attended. So it was called graphic communication at that point. Um, I don't know. When I was in school, I for a couple of years, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I took some general ed classes and took some art classes and that like fire was lit because I've always loved art. I mean, even as a child, constantly doodling. I remember one time I even went around the neighborhood trying to sell art drawings and <laughs> probably a lot of unicorns and rainbows and whatnot. But um, so I kind of was just like, okay, how do I, how can I make a living out of doing art? And so it was like I used graphic design as that fallback versus only majoring in art, but um, but you can. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So how did your career look and what's the timeline with Moda? How did, yeah, I'd love to hear where you started licensing first and kind of the progression. Yeah, um, well, this isn't what I've did right out of college. Um, I worked for 10 years as a project manager and a designer for a company that um, I put together private label graphic apparel programs for retailers. So it was a lot of spot illustrations. So I did that for about 10 years or so. And again, like just not realizing I was always in surface design, um, just doing that as surface design. So um, so I did that. And then we, my, my husband and I started a family and it was like my biggest desire to just be home with the, with the kids. And so it was a slow transition from leaving full-time working corporately to working independently. Um, and I first started by opening up an Etsy shop when our two oldest were two and under. And um, I was still working part-time at this point, but it was just, even when, when you're working in a creative field, you're still getting design direction and working off design briefs. And so I feel like even as a creative, you still sometimes need another creative outlet. So opening up the Etsy shop just let me create art that I wanted to create. And at that point, it was just putting out a lot of faith-based art prints and getting so excited when someone would make a purchase and like, you know, want to display that in their own home or gift it. And so it was a while, it was a few years of doing that. Um, and that's so basically when I started Fancy That Design House and Fancy That turned 10 this year. Um, and I've been working with Moda for two years now. Okay. And how did you find Moda? Like, are you a quilter or how did that come about? I am not a quilter. I aspire to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have so much fabric. I have to be, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do something with it. So yeah. yeah, how did you find out about Moda? Um, again, when I took this course like two years ago to learn 
um, how to create a repeating pattern. I did that with the intention of, you know, becoming a fabric designer. And Moda was number one on my list that I wanted to reach out to. And the timing was just crazy. I, I, they found me. Um, and it was like really right after I learned this, you know, learned how to do this. Um, and I know this isn't the norm, but they found me. Um, and we, we started working together. I, so how did they find you? Like that is not common. That's not common. Um, social media. Okay. Is there a hashtag you were using or like (laughs) how, how did they do that? Um, I, I love talking about this because I'll talk to with other artists, like, how do you, you know, how do you get found? How do you, how even just, how do you license your artwork? And I'm always just like post, you know, sh- do artwork and share it, just share, be consistent in sharing. Um, and nothing I have done has been overnight. I've been at this for years, you know, so just constantly mm-hmm. creating and putting art out there. Um, but and yeah. your art is good. I mean, I will say it's really good. And your photos are great. Let's take a minute just to talk about your <laughs> photos. How did you learn to do product styled photos? I don't even know. Honestly, it started with, you know, using my iPhone mostly, but I finally got like what I call my big girl camera. And, you know, I, <laughs> and a lot of it is just like, hey, what's the best window in this house, you know, like for natural mm-hmm. light and, um, I love thrifting and going to flea markets. So I have a lot of like things that I can pull and use in my photos. Um, It's funny. We just moved into a new house here. So I'm constantly like, I knew where all my spots were in the old house to like take the best photos. So I'm still like figuring this out here. (laughs) So I'm curious when you bought this house, because I know when I bought the house that we're in now, well, we designed it. I was like, and I need a lot of windows. I mean, it was in my mind taking photos. Was that in your mind when you looked for this house? It was. Uh, the market's crazy, so I couldn't be too picky. But <laughs> <laughs> but the great thing is there's a, we're on more land now. So I have like a dream for the back to, you know, build a studio out there. And so we'll see down the road. Right now I'm making it work. <laughs> That sounds awesome. And then artistically, what do you normally create your art on? Is it painting, drawing, iPad? Um, I love the iPad. I've like, have fully gone to the iPad. I use the Procreate app. Um, so that's where I always start. Whether even if it's just like, cause I do love just sketching. Like this, I like the idea of like a pencil and paper, but even that I've brought to the iPad and I just pick you know, the pencil in the Procreate app and I'm just sketching lightly. And, and then once I, you know, draw my elements, I'll bring them into Illustrator and work from there. Mm -hmm. But, but I, I start on the iPad. There's something like cozying up with the iPad on a couch or wherever, and it's just handy. (laughs) Yeah. And then to get a little more technical, for me, I sometimes will draw on paper and when I scan it in, the lines are really thick. And so yeah. I like on the iPad that I can adjust very easily and it scan. I mean, you, you can transfer that over and it looks exactly how it's going to look from the iPad. It's not just yeah. like, well, how's this going to translate, you know? Yep. So you mentioned on your website that your husband is also an illustrator. So I'm curious what he does if the two of you work together. Yeah, we actually met at work. So, um, I was his boss for a little bit. That was kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we don't get to work together as much as we'd like. He does have a full-time job. Um, I think that we would love to work together. We have a lot of like 
just fun ideas of projects that we want to do. Like there's a book that we, we want to do together. Um, when we first got married, we bought, we bought a letterpress. Um, cool. do you know what I'm, yeah. So we had like, yeah. a, you know, it's like a, I forgot how many pounds this thing was, but it wasn't very ideal to have in Wisconsin in our garage. Cause there was, <laughs> we were totally limited on when we could use it. But for a while, like we would design our Christmas cards on it and a couple art prints, but, um, so we always have like little projects we want to work on together, but um, he also works from home. I work from home and we homeschool our three boys. So we're like always together. And so sometimes like the best way that he helps me is like, Stephanie, go to a coffee shop. You'll get more done. You know? <laughs> well, it sounds like a really idyllic life. It sounds really lovely, actually. And the letterpress, did you end up selling that or? We did a couple of years ago. There is um, just in Milwaukee here, there's someone that has a, it's Bayview printing and they have a, it's all letterpresses. And we were like happy because ours was going with its like sister. She had one exactly like it. And it's not easy to move letterpresses. Um, <laughs> and so she's really like rejuvenated the whole print, that whole, you know, printing art form. And, um, so I'm glad it went there. Yeah. That's cool. Do you know, um, or follow on Instagram by Hope Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. She has one. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's how I learned about it. Cause we yeah. took a course together and anyhow, that's how I learned what a letterpress was. And now I'm very fascinated. I'll never own one, but I think they're very cool. Well, she has one in her studio, which is so cool. Like if I could have like gotten it inside or maybe one day I'll have a tabletop one, but this was a beast and it was just, it wasn't coming inside. <laughs> <laughs> that is really cool. So, okay. I love that you offer more, well, and it turns out fabric wasn't your original thing that you did, but you do offer more than fabric. So can you share the different products that you sell and then I'm curious what, who you license to, how that looks. I am not familiar with the licensing of art type of a thing. Yeah. 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 I feel like the new kid in the fabric world. So like <laughs> product is home to me. It's where I started. So um, I started with art prints. I added tea towels and I have, now I have like mugs, stickers, keychains. Um, did I say t-shirts? Um, yeah, it's, I, I have a lot of fun with it. I just think it's, it's a lot of fun to, you know, you create your artwork, then you're like, I can put this on a product and I can work with people to, you know, create the product. And I, I enjoy that whole process. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you, well, now that you're saying that, do you order the product and keep it at your house or is it like a drop ship type of a thing? Oh, I do a mix of things. I do work with some local printers to create product. And then I also license product, then, you know, that licensor takes care of, of printing and everything and, and distribution. Um, that was the other point. Part of the question was, um, licensing. So that's just a matter of getting into, you know, getting before people that do that license and working with them and, you know, dealing with licensing contracts. Um, I had a couple pieces in Michael's last year. I had a piece in Hobby Lobby that's out there right now, I think. And, and that's nothing that I really touch. It's just a matter of, you know, they license the artwork for a specific category. I can license that artwork on another piece or on another product category. But um, yeah, I, I love licensing. It's just another what? revenue stream for an artist that is huge. Yeah. yeah. What are some different product categories? So fabric would be one, wallpaper would be one. And then what's another category? 
Um, wall art or tabletop decor, if you think like, you know, like plastic plates could be one or napkins or gift bags or another one, like stationery is another. Um, there are so many categories that you could license your artwork on. Yeah. Hmm. So you just design the artwork and you have like an agent or how, and they I say, don't work we with like an this. Agent. Some people work okay. with an agent. Um, and I think there's pros and cons to either Either way, um, I've never worked with an agent. An agent would take care of all the licensing agreements, which would probably be be nice. Um, that's something that I have to kind of keep organized myself. Um, but yeah, I like how I I like how it's working now. So I haven't changed. Yeah, it. I'm very intrigued. How much time do you spend a day or a week on just art? Ooh. I wish I spent more because I, a lot of it is, you know, the photography or the marketing. Um, and then my day, I always just feel is really choppy because we are all home. So it's a constant, I mean, even like right now, I'm like, boys, the door is closed. <laughs> <laughs> you yep. don't need to catch a squirrel or something, you know? <laughs> um, so it's hard to say how much I time, much, how much time a day or a week I work on art, but, um, it's probably on the smaller end of everything that I do. Cause sometimes it's, you know, like picking colors for a collection or, or going through strike offs or, um, you know, figuring out how I'm going to launch a certain product or, um, but I love it all. It's all such fun parts of it. It's just so cool being in every step of the process. Yeah. And then I'm curious, do you, have you hired anyone yet? I'm hearing you say like, I'm in charge of the marketing and the photography. Have you hired help? Um, I have hired a friend when I need, like when something is, um, you know, like when it's a timely thing and I just need help getting something out and it's not something that's like really art related. I've also hired my kids <laughs> um, <Yep. laughs> to just do, you know, basic like, Hey, sleeve this or, you know, whatever. Um, I haven't hired a VA yet. That would probably be my first hire, but um, haven't looked into that yet. Okay. It's an exciting step. I tell you what, the training part's not not as fun, but um, having someone be able to take some of the work off your hands is, especially with homeschooling and all that. Anyhow, that's neither here nor there, but an exciting <laughs> next step for you. <laughs> yeah, I have this, I got to get over that that hump of like, I don't need to do it all myself, you know, like I can pass this on. <laughs> it's scary though, because I, most business owners, we, it's our baby. We care. We want it to be done our way, you know? Yeah. And so to have someone step in and treat it the way that we would, or, you know what I mean? It's yeah, very exactly. scary. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Is there anything else that of interest that you're like, Oh, I want to share about this or that? I just like, um, I know we were talking about fabric and I was just, you know, really thinking about everything that I do. And I love fabric design because I've realized that that's one of the things that doesn't end with me creating the collection. It then goes into, and you, you probably, you know, this too, it goes into the hands of other people that are so much more creative and then they get to create patterns and, you know, projects that I couldn't even dream of. So I don't know. I just wanted to I do throw like that. that. I love that. Well, yeah, I have friends too who design think uh, paper, and they're like, "I really want to get into fabric." It's so disheartening to see someone 
uh, unwrap wrapping paper and then throw it away. And all of your work is tossed. And then on fabric, it's like turn into this quilt that people keep and pass on for generations. So have you experienced that as well? That, well, that was like when I, with my first collection songbook, it was, um, and songbook was based around hymns, which I think just, you know, you think about so many people have said, this reminds me of my grandmother, you know, like in a good way. Um, but I just, so that's what I had in mind, you know, like I'm creating fabric that people are going to pass down to family members. And I, I just love that. Um, yeah, but that's there is, beautiful. you know, there is other product that it's still fun to create something that is used every day and might be thrown away, but you somehow made it a little bit prettier, <laughs> you know? I agree. Well, I like beautiful things. I love fun stationery and a pencil or a fun mug yeah. and your t-shirts. I found you how I, it was on Instagram and I think it was, I hit the search icon, you know, sure. and yeah. your t-shirt was shown and one of the squares I was like that is so beautiful what is that and I went and looked I'm like who is this and I reached out I'm like we've got to do a giveaway your stuff is so cool and it was a very successful giveaway my followers loved your product and just fun to find I I do really like the digital world for that reason it makes the world a lot smaller and you find like-minded people yeah but um I did okay also if you had to use some adjectives to describe your look, what, how would you describe your, your look and your brand? Um, well, I was once told I have like a vintage flair with an offbeat color combination. And I, I, I just, I held on to that. I like that one. Cause I, I do, I am drawn to, like I said, like antiquing and flea markets. And um, I will always, you know, look at old, just color combinations that I'm finding or um, old labels for text and font layout. Um, so I do think there's a little bit of a vintage inspiration. And then like, I'm always throwing a mustard in my color palette. If I can get, if I can get that in, um, I do. I love color. I love color theory. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So, you know, what's so funny? I love mustard too. And it's the one color that anytime I use it, my husband's like, I don't know about that yellow over there. I'm like, oh, it speaks to my heart though. <laughs> so I love it too. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. That's the other thing about working with having Shad here, who's my husband, the creative. Um, if Even if we're not working together, I can always just be like, well, you look at this, you know, or I'll walk past his office and he'll be like, can you check this out? And so it's good to have that like, back and forth and, oh, that and is sometimes lucky. I don't listen to his advice and sometimes yep. I do keep that mustard in there <laughs> <laughs> right. but sometimes you need to hear that with to have someone disagree and you're like no actually I do like it thank you I actually think about that like <laughs> that's really fun so for anyone listening who is wanting to start a creative career what tips do you have for them Oh, I love this question. Just create, um, create, create, and don't worry about having something perfect. I was just talking about this with our, our three sons love drawing. Um, they have multiple sketchbooks and our middle son last year was looking through one of his sketchbooks and he started like Xing and things out and scribbling them out and ripping them out from pages from the past. And I'm like, don't do that, bud. You know, like, it's so cool to see your progress. You're going to want to see that. And just last week he was showing me a sketchbook and he could 
look back at what he had done and point out what he liked, you know, or what he doesn't do anymore, but he was so happy he kept that in. And I just want to encourage people to just continue to create. It doesn't have to be good. It's just like the more you create, the more your personal style develops. Um, the more you can share, you're just developing a whole body of work. Um, I always say be consistent in sharing, get on social media. We live in a world where it's so easy to get artwork into the world. It's so easy to share. Um, so create and share. That's what I have to say. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love it. And I'm curious with your own personal style, you have, you know, adjectives and a look. Do you feel pretty confident in your style? And has it taken you a while to get there? I, I Yeah, speak to me on that. Yes. Yeah, so signature style is something you'll hear a lot. And um, it's one of those things that I still feel like I haven't arrived at. Um, and that's also something I want to like, let people know that's okay. There are some people that do things really well and you look at it and you're like, that is that person. Or it's a subject matter, like it's cats or whatever, and you know who did it. Um, I, I don't know that I would say like my signature style is nailed down. Plus we're always developing and changing and, you know, so we're always growing, but, um, but that's another thing. Don't wait until you have a signature style. Just keep on going. You're going to also figure out what you really like to design and, and what kind of artwork you like to create and whether that's a, you know, based on subject matter, or based in colors. There's always thing to, things to tie together a signature style. Um, like sometimes it, it might just be the color palette um, and that's okay. It's true. Have you ever, because I know I have, I've seen someone else's fabric design and I'll see a floral and I don't know how in the world they designed that. And I'm like, how? Do you, have you seen that or experienced that? Oh, sure. Specifically in a repeat. I love the, I'm a creative person, but I also love things that like work, you know, like I love math. And I can be that nerd oh, wow. person too. So, <laughs> so I think that's what I like about creating a repeating pattern is that like, you know, you're like figuring out sometimes the math of it to all work together. But I love when I see a pattern and I can't, like I'll study to try to find the repeat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm yep, that same. much of a dork. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you'll see those patterns where they're like all intersecting and you're like, how did they do that? <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, there's specific florals. I just saw yeah. one today on a fabric. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to do that. I can't wrap my head around it. And it's like mm -hmm. I become obsessed until I can figure that out. You know, it's like you're trying to figure out what the background and what the foreground. Like I can't. Yes, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yes, <laughs> and I feel like a little infant with a crayon trying to draw a masterpiece. I'm like, I must figure that out. You know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, for our listeners who want to see your beautiful artwork and the products that you sell, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Fancy That Design House. You can find me at my website at um, also fancythatdesignhouse.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was such a pleasure chatting and you just have thank such you. a beautiful look and aesthetic. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here on the Craft to Career podcast. You were such a pleasure to chat with, and hopefully one day we'll get to meet in real life.
And for you listeners, if you haven't seen her feed or her products, you have got to go check it out. It is just so beautiful. I'm actually just looking at some of the photos on her feed right now. And all I can think is how can I recreate that look and that feel? She's just done such a great job with it. So go check her out. And Stephanie, thanks so much for being here and sharing with us your journey and about your business. It was great to have you join me next Friday, right here on the craft a career podcast. When I have Karina Gardner as the guest, Karina is someone who is absolutely crushing it. She is doing such a great job with her business and she's having fun with it. I just really geeked out with Karina. I loved chatting with her. She has some awesome ideas for you and your business that you can 100% apply to what you're doing and how you can have success with that. I know you're going to love this one. So don't miss out next Friday on the craft to career podcast. And until then have a wonderful week. 